Every leader has their own definition of trust and what it takes to build or maintain it. Warren Buffett famously said, it takes 20 years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. Is trust really that powerful? Today, I want to help you understand trust a little more by looking at it in a different way. Welcome to the 90th Percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast by Zanger Folkman. Each week, using research from over 1.5 million global assessments, we analyze different leadership traits, trends, and what it really takes for leaders to get to the 90th percentile. I'm your host, Brianna Corin, and with me today to explain the behavioral statistics of trust is renowned psychometrician, Joe Folkman. Now, I happen to know Joe very well. Not only have I been working with him for 10 years, but he also happens to be my father. I guess at this point, Bree, I have to admit you're my favorite child, right? So. <laughs> yes, you do. We won't, we won't tell the others about the podcast. All right. Now, growing up, um, I had no idea what you did. And people would ask me, and I would tell them that people just pay him money to ask them questions. Later on, uh, when I learned about all the assessments that you built for Fortune 500 companies around the world, I said, you know, the data you're gathering is actually super interesting. Your job isn't boring. And eventually, um, he agreed to do this podcast with me. Now, to understand more about trust, we first need to understand SALT. Well, I understand it is your favorite seasoning, Brie. It is, very much so. You know, salt uh, changes the flavor of many foods, often in unexpected ways. I remember when I was young, uh, sitting at our kitchen table, and uh, we were having cantaloupe for dessert. I I can still remember the smell of that cantaloupe. Well, I took my piece of cantaloupe, I started to dig in, and I heard my father say, pass the salt. And I looked up at him with a, you know, incredulous look, like, what? This is a dessert. I mean, <laughs> this is sweet. And But he said, oh, well, try it. Just sprinkle a little salt on. And I did. And it was amazing. It made it sweeter. Well, I remember grandma would do the same thing with green apples. She would shave them and then she would put salt on them and they wouldn't taste so sour. Why does that happen? This is not complex chemistry. Salt draws water to itself by sprinkling salt on a melon The area with high salt concentration draws the sweet water there. If you bite in the vicinity of the salt, it adds uh, the added flow of water brings more flavor, making the cantaloupe taste even sweeter. Now, salt doesn't add a new taste of its own, but it changes the chemical structure of the melon to bring out the flavor that otherwise would be locked in the cantaloupe cells. We all know that salt is magical. You found that the equivalent of salt for leadership is trust. But in order to understand why trust is the salt of leadership, you need to understand a term you refer to as a companion behavior. Now, I will share for our audience a brief story to help further their understanding. A few years ago, a younger, more agile Joe Volkman was trying to discover the best way for leaders to build strength. He started noticing the strange effect from different combinations of leadership behaviors. For example, 
He looked at the best leaders, those whose overall leadership effectiveness was at the 90th percentile or higher. He then examined two competencies, drives for results and relationship building. When a leader had a strength and drives for results, but struggled with relationship building, the chances of being a great leader was only 9%. So he looked at the reverse. Let's say they had a strength in relationship building, but not in drives for results. Their chance of being great went down to 8%. But if you combined these two competencies and had a strength in both, the probability shot up to 82%. This is called an interaction effect, which basically means that the one competency helped a leader to be better at the other competency. For example, most of us have worked for a leader where we had a very good relationship and they asked us to do something that was very difficult. The quality of the relationship probably influenced our willingness to work hard and accomplish a difficult task. Good things always result from powerful combinations. So what can happen if you combine trust with another leadership trait? Well, Bree, we found that trust and other leadership behaviors to be unique. Trust didn't have a powerful combination with just one behavior. In fact, the combination of trust and virtually every other leadership behavior brings a dramatic improvement. Uh, it goes beyond trust merely being one valued behavior. So why does this happen? Well, we concluded that trust changes the way people respond to a leader. It uh, identifies and validates a leader's motivation. Trust assures others about whether a leader is acting out of self-interest or the interest of the organization. It convinces colleagues that they're not being hoodwinked or taken advantage of. To demonstrate the impact of trust, we analyzed data from over 400,000 direct reports who reported to 75,000 leaders. We were interested in trust along with the direct reports perception of their manager's communication skills and its impact on engagement. You then divided leaders after that into two groups on both skills of trust and communication. The first group were those that were at or below the 75th percentile. And we'll lovingly refer to this group as low skill. And those at or above the 75th percentile uh, will be original and call them high skill. I will now vividly describe a graph for you so you can picture it in your mind's eye. Imagine four different groups of employees and we are trying to see how engaged these different groups are. The first group has a leader that is very low on trust and is also low on communication. Their engagement is the 27th percentile. These employees are definitely thinking about quitting. The next group has a leader who they trust a lot, but this leader is just not a great communicator. Their engagement is the 45th percentile. So maybe some of them are willing to go the extra mile. The next group has a leader who is a fantastic communicator, but not as trusted. They are at the 52nd percentile of engagement. So a little better because they actually know what's going on. Our final group has a leader who not only knows how to effectively communicate, but is also highly trusted. And that group is at the 76th percentile of engagement. 
When a person has a leader who communicates well, keeps the team informed, delivers the messages to others, but trust is lower than desired, even though the direct reports understand messages, they may question the motives of the leader. And ultimately, their commitment would be reduced. The combination of high trust with communication skills significantly increased engagement by 24 percentile points. Now, that, that's a really big jump. It is. And then, well, we started to wonder, would trust have the same impact on other leadership competencies? Well, we calculated the impact of adding a high level of trust to each competency, and the average increase in engagement went up 23 percentile points. Wait, like for all of them? Yeah, all of them. And then when we looked at the competencies where we just added trust, the average engagement was at the 75th percentile. And for 12 competencies into the top quartile, adding trust makes leadership better, which increases the engagement level of direct reports. So I'm looking at the list now, and it's fascinating to look at which competencies experienced the most significant combination effects. So the average is 23, but some had more. And at the top of the list was develop strategic perspective, which is one I wouldn't guess. So why do you think trust had the biggest effect on that one in particular? Well, it's helpful to have a clear strategy, but when direct reports also have a high level of trust, <laughs> they're more likely to believe this stuff <laughs> and takes action. That on makes it. sense. I mean, imagine having a really good strategy, but nobody trusts you. Well, yeah, it's true. trust gives direct reports more confidence that the strategy will yield excellent results. The next highly correlated competency is connects to the outside world. Now, this competency focuses on how customers outside the organization impact the company. Trust makes the assumption about the changing needs of customers and the global trends more believable. That makes sense. And another one is establishes stretch goals. Without trust, asking direct reports to take on a difficult or challenging goal is almost impossible. Most people in the best of circumstances resist stretch goals. But when there's a high level of trust in the relationship, direct reports feel more of an obligation and a willingness to accept a challenging goal. What I find interesting is all of these competencies are not the ones that are typically highly correlated with increasing the engagement levels of employees, such as developing others, building relationships, or inspiring and motivating. But by mixing trust with strategy or connecting to the outside world with each of these competencies, employee engagement improves significantly. Yeah, you, as you consider the effectiveness of a leader, think about the level of trust you have with your direct reports. It's difficult to get an accurate assessment of others' trust if you're just asking them, hey, do you trust me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, usually a 360 assessment is the best way to get an accurate assessment or maybe by asking a trusted friend for frank and honest feedback. The message of this analysis is very clear. Whatever skill or capability might be your strength, if you can increase trust, then the skill will be enhanced and the outcome in turn will be improved. So, pass the salt. 
The 90th Percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast, was written and recorded by Brianna Corin and Joe Folkman and produced by Zanger Folkman. For more information about Zanger Folkman's leadership assessment offerings, go to zangerfolkman.com slash podcast. 